Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. Today's question. What kind of uh, learner, or what is the learning style of ENFP types? Which is a pretty cool question, honestly. I'm really happy to have this question. Decided to take a little bit of a stroll around the park. It's a little breezy, though, so hopefully we can avoid the breeze uh, with the uh, specific microphone. So let's see what we can pull off. It's super breezy. Hopefully the sound is good, so I'll film this, check the sound, and we'll see how it goes. Anyway, so obviously there's various learning styles out there. And, uh, you know, kinesthetic, auditory, visual, those types of learning styles. But the specific learning style for ENFPs is a rather interesting one. I wonder if uh, anyone in the audience can actually tender a guess as to which one it is. It's pretty obvious to me. And, well, really the answer really is it's a visual. It's, that's basically what it is. But why? It's kind of interesting because Chris Taylor, you know, him being an ENFP, he's constantly, like, we're in meetings a lot. We talk to each other a lot. But oftentimes, he's like, I don't understand. And not until, you know, we visually repre we represent it. So oftentimes, you know, you got to make a, a flow chart or uh, some kind of representational relationship between all the specific content to really come up with the answer. Or at least demonstrate the point. Because the thing is, is that ENFPs are made for explication. They're made to be explainers. But in terms of things being explained to them for the purpose of them actually learning, well, not exactly the easiest thing in the world. The reason why is, is because there's not always tools available to actually do visual representation so what you have to end up doing is like utilizing inanimate objects. Kind of much like how uh, like an ESTP, oddly enough, also a member of the Soul Temple like ENFPs. They oftentimes, you know, pick inanimate objects and then like attach memories to them, kind of like a form of uh, psychometry, right? So psychometrically speaking, taking out objects, it could be anything, it could be a pen, piece of paper, it could be a mug. Anything that you may find on an office desk or in a building, and just setting it in front of the ENFP and being like, okay, this pen represents this, this pencil represents that, and arranges them in some kind of visual pile in front of the ENFP. And then as a result of doing that, as a result of doing that, the NFP's like, oh my God, I finally understand. I finally get it after all this time. And it's like, yeah, boy, you finally got it. And really all it required was, is intuitively making use of inanimate objects, treating them like memory totems and arranging them in a certain pattern for which the ENFP can understand. But if you can't draw it out, 
you know, obviously do that. Draw it out, chart it out, or whatever you have to do to visually explain something. Now, most people are like probably clicking off this video at this point because it's like, okay, it's visual. But here's the thing. Let's talk about some of the advantages to this. Why would you ever care? Why would anyone ever care to know how an ENFP learns or what their preferred learning style actually is? And that's really important to consider because ENFPs oftentimes are in control of money. They're often salespeople. Money flows through ENFPs. It's just how it works. It's just how life works. They're really good salesmen. Very good salespeople. The thing is, is that it's extremely difficult to sell an ENFP. If you want an edge and it comes to selling an ENFP, you got to understand their learning style so that you can explain your pitch to them in a visual way so that they are not auto-dismissing you or to prevent their eyes from glazing right away. This is extremely important when it comes to considering communicating with ENFPs. Or take it out of the sales and business or even the money context. Look in the context of just relationships. How many times are you in, like for example, couples therapy and you're there with an ENFP and the ENFP doesn't even get it because TI trickster when something is being explained to them. Because remember, they are in the role of explication. That is their specific role in life. You know, they're, they're explaining literally everything. So things being explained to them, it's just, it just doesn't really happen very often. And it's funny because if you notice the way an ENFP explains, they're always constantly making use of visual aids in some capacity. But even something as complex as, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, I don't know, couples therapy and whatnot. If you really want the ENFP, you know, your ENFP partner to actually understand what it is you're actually talking about, then I suggest you ask the therapist, or maybe you are the therapist in that particular moment, and you're not the, pop the partner, but you need to explain in visual aids. Use visual aids constantly. That way, the TI trickster, the ENFP, is completely not left to confusion. And there go, you end up having an opportunity for improvement, significant improvement. A lot of people just don't realize how this works. I've been into so many sales situations where we're trying to sell to an ENFP uh, in, in like a business or a company. And they wouldn't do it because they don't understand what it is we're even trying to sell them. But they're not ever going to admit that. They're too proud for that, right? They're ESTP, super egos in the way. They don't want to look bad because extroverted thinking child would, you know, it, it doesn't want to look bad. It doesn't want to look bad in any situation. So they're not, they're not ever going to admit to it. They're not going to admit to it. So because of that, you got to change the strategy, right? Got to change the strategy. And the strategy, you got to employ visual aids. They're not going to admit that they don't know, that know what you're talking about because oftentimes they have to hide their TI trickster. They would rather look like they understand instead of ever actually admitting that they don't understand because doing so would make them look bad in a social or maybe a professional setting, even a relationship setting. They're just not going to do it. So make sure 
that you ask them for visual aids or you are actually willing to provide them with those visual aids so they could see how it is represented in some kind of concrete order, right? Because don't forget, they're expert intuition hero, they're abstract, they're not concrete. But being able to explain things in terms of language, well, that's a concrete action. And while they're pretty good at explication of other people, if you're trying to explain to them concrete concepts, be it, in the con be it like, uh, you know, for example, conducting business, they're also interest-based, need to be aware very much and immediately what they're getting out of it. They're also a TE child. You wanna talk about, okay, well, what's the bottom line? What's the money look like, etc. You know, these types of things. Breathe, that went a little too far in. But, you know, you get the point. The point is, you know, you have to provide these visual aids for them because they're not going to admit that they're wrong. And in that, in that particular memory that I have, that anecdote, it's like, yeah, trying to sell IT services to this one ENFP, he had no clue what we were even talking about. Like, no clue. And he wasn't going to admit it. And we didn't even find out until like a third party later just informed us that we had, he had no clue what we were talking about. So I created a new PowerPoint slide deck basically and emailed it to him. Be like, hey, here's our whole sales pitch, but presented in a visual way. Well, later he's like, this is great. Yes, this is actually a product that I want. I didn't have to explain anything to him. And then he became our customer. And then he got data protection for his company because we're selling uh, IT services and uh, data protection. But that, it just goes to show just how important that uh, visual representation really actually is to ENFPs. And if you suck at visual representation, do as the ESTPs do when they're explaining shit. It really comes down to grabbing inanimate objects and basically playing a game of pretend and pretending that they represent XYZ thing in front of the ENFP so the ENFPs, any hero can lock on to the relationship that these inanimate objects actually have, even though they're being presented as abstractions held down by totems, memory totems. Like, you know, from an extroverted sensing point of view, so that it can be translated into an extroverted intuition point of view. That way there's no confusion. And eliminating confusion is what communication is all about, folks. I know that, you know, within this community, we spend so much time talking about relationships, talking about sales, business, all these sorts of things. But really, how often do we actually talk about just the base communication between the types, or at least what do they actually need? Learning styles is a big deal. And as such, I think I'll be doing a learning styles episode series on all of the 16 types. So you guys can just be like, okay, yeah, that is the learning style of this particular type. And then you guys have a better way of communicating with them because it doesn't matter the context. They need, that learning style needs to be in mind in order for anyone to communicate with anybody else. It's a big deal. And without having that opportunity, you're not like, it's like you're, you're communicating with your arm, arms tied behind your back. You're, it's like you have a handicap added it makes it that much harder for you. Um, you know, it's like, it's 
like you're trying to walk up a hill except someone's just added 50 pounds to your body and be okay so go up the hill you know well that's really just down as a result of you not knowing how to communicate as a result of not knowing their learning style so learning styles matter folks and that's ultimately why just remember when it comes to enfp they're visual and in all contexts of communication and i mean literally every single context make sure that you are being as visual as possible. That way, they always understand your point, but at the same time, they're not risk of feeling like they look stupid because they don't actually understand what it is you're trying to tell them. The FTE child, understanding is their job, not knowing, just understanding. But the only way to guarantee that you're going to have that understanding is at the end of the day, through communicating via visual aids, so. Anyway, folks, hopefully that, uh, I think that more than enough answered that question. So anyway, folks, uh, thanks for watching and see you guys tonight on the Discord.